It is Wednesday, May 13th. I'm AJ Grimaldo, and you are listening to the Island Fish Podcast. You are listening to the Island Fish Podcast. As always, I'm your lovely host, AJ Grimaldo. And today I have one of my favorite people in the world. I'm so excited to finally get her on. Tried to get her on, I think, a long time ago when we did this back at uh, Nescom. But uh, my friend, the former co-host of the Unbalanced Breakfast Club, Hannah Billings, how are you doing? Hi, hi. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, um, like I told you earlier before we got on here, running rampant trying to chase my one-year-old who gives me gray hair and it's sad to admit that a 26 year old is 26 years old excuse me but it's definitely a thing but no other than that i'm just uh hanging out i'm so i'm happy that we were able to finally actually do this and i'm pretty sure you did um you did ask me in college to do this before we actually got on air with one another so I'm I'm glad that everything's kind of come around full circle and we got an opportunity to kind of sit down and talk. I know. Um, for people that don't know, Hannah and I, we went to school together. Um, you've probably heard me name drop her a couple times in a couple episodes. Um, she was my co-host on the Unbalanced Breakfast Club on 89.3 FM WHSN. Nice little um, plug. Just slide that in there. I think they're still chugging along. I hope the little engine, their little <laughs> station that could, yeah. No, but we went to Nescom a few a uh, few years ago at this point, and uh, you know, I was just trying to get her on the show. It's nice because we haven't really talked to each other in a, a very long time. No, I think it's been—I don't even know how long it's been, and that's sad to admit that you know, getting older, time passes you so quickly. But no, it's so it'll be four years this May that I graduated, which means it's five for you. Does that make you feel so young? Uh, I don't know if young is the word that I would use, but all right, we'll go with that. Live, lively and, and sprightly. How about that? Oh, back in my day. I, so, okay. So my youngest brother is getting ready to graduate high school this year. And my older, younger brother is going to be a senior. Um, and I, I just, it makes me feel ancient. And I hate saying that cause I'm only 26, but it's oh. crazy it's insane to me. And that he's like, my, my brother's like, yeah, these frat parties. I'm like, I can't even think about it. I can't even, it gives me heartburn just thinking about the amount of alcohol that's consumed at those things. And like headaches. I can't. I can't. So I have to ask, how, how is your family doing? Like, I, I love your family. I love your mom. I love your dad. Your dad's a hoot. He's a hoot, hoot, hoot. Thank you. Um, and I love you. I appreciate you asking. Um, so my mom watches Elliot full time and Elliot is my son. And I, for those people who listen to this, who list, may have listened to our show. Um, and I don't know if you remember law and order SVU is my favorite TV show ever. Mm-hmm, like, ever. Mm-hmm. And that's where his name comes from. Um, we, we couldn't agree on a name and I liked a bunch of different things that his dad didn't like. And I was like, what about Elliot? And so there we go. This is my, my child. Anyway, I can respect that. I see. I mean, it could have been way worse. I could have named him like off of something from 90210 or what have you. But <laughs> Elliot, Elliot Stabler is a respectable man. So there's that. Um, but no, so my dad is uh, retired from the military. He retired in 2017. Um, so it'll be three years this year. Uh, he was in for 27. So it's definitely, it's been a life change adjustment for him. Um, I like to say that he rocks a grandpa retired bod now, and that's also been an adjustment for him. Um, but he's still working full time. And my, like I said, my mom is with home with Elliot. And then both of my brothers are, they're in school, 
but not in school right now because of, you know, the virus and everything going on. So, um, they're just kind of, they're hanging out at the house, which has been helpful. My older, younger brother works, um, part-time hours right now while school's still getting finished up and then he'll be full-time. And then my baby brother, he actually, he had heart surgery last, last winter. Oh no shit. Yeah. Um, he had some sort of like abnormal heart rhythm or what have you going on. And so he had heart surgery and then there was a complication from that. And he's just kind of been just trying to rock with that and deal with it and kind of, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's okay. He's alive. So the alternative would have been him having. So yeah. honestly, like it was, it was good that everything happened the way that it did the complication, not so much, but he, um, he owns it. And, you know, we, we have them here, which is always, it's a good thing. It's a plus. They both love being uncles, um, <laughs> and chasing Elliot around and trying to teach him things that he doesn't need to be learning. Um, <laughs> Matt has given him a Spider-Man like figurine doll thing. That he, so it's just, it's funny to watch them interact with each other. Cause I can remember when they were that age, you know? And, yeah. um, so it's, it's funny. How, how is your brother doing? He's good. He's, um, still at the bank. He's been working there for a long time. Um, we're both still at home. I think I was telling you that like, thank God for us being at home during these hard times. Yeah. Uh, but That's he's doing scary. good. He's doing good. It's good. Um, That's good. Every, all your dogs are doing well too. Your mom and your dad. Yeah. My puppers, <laughs> <laughs> they're doing well. And grandma's doing well, dad and mom. Yeah. Everyone's, we're all, you know, trying to survive this whole COVID thing. I'm so over it. I'm not going to lie to you. And like, I'm sure that sounds horrible and super generational of me, but I, so I work for a company, it's called Indiana physical therapy. Um, and I work in their central scheduling location. So like, I'm not actually with patients, which is awesome because that's terrifying right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm considered essential, even though I don't do anything that's considered essential. Um, but it's just, it's so scary. And I, you know, I applaud the people that are taking it so seriously. And I kind of want to smack the others that are not taking it seriously over the head with a hammer because I mean, there's so many people that are at risk for catching it. And so many people already have been either terribly affected or affected and thankfully have come out positively on the other side. It's rough stuff. Although I won't complain about the gas prices. No, the gas is like, I was filling my tank up. You're like, I got, got a funny story for you. So I was going, uh, help my dad do something. He does constructions and stuff. And mm -hmm. I had to fill my tank cause tank was a little low. Uh, so I <laughs> fill up my tank and like the prices were awesome. I was so happy. I think I paid like maybe $25 for a full tank. That's um, yeah. Wow. But I did my stuff, worked with him, drove back and, uh, went in the house and had my day next morning I go out to do some yard work. Stupid me. I left the keys, to my car and my car running all night. Oh my God. Yeah. And my brother's just sitting there laughing at me. I'm like, Oh no, this is, That's this is terrible. Fail. <laughs> Hashtag fail. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. I, what kind of, you still drive a car car or you have like a, an SUV or a truck or I have my, uh, Mazda, Mazda three. Okay. Uh, so I, it, I, what are the gas prices there in Vermont? Oh, I want to say it's like maybe two something right now. Okay. Um, so here in Indiana, it is like up the road from where I live. So I live first off rewind real quick. I live in a podunk <laughs> little town that's smaller than the town that I lived in in Maine. Um, it's so small. It's called turtle town. Um, turtle town. Nice. Yes. But the, na the name of the town is Cherubusco. Um, 
I, it's a mouthful and it, don't ask me to spell it. But um, <laughs> gas here right now is one, I think up the road for me, it's like 154 and about 15 minutes away at Walmart, it's 137. Jeez, that is. <laughs> this is a time to be alive. I'm going to Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's fantastic. I, as an adult, since I've been driving, have never seen gas prices this low. And like I remember living in Maine, we'd all get super. Our berries would get razzed about you know like two dollars a gallon. It was phenomenal. But I was talking to my mom and dad about it the other day, and um, they're like, "Yeah, I remember when you were little and we travel cross country, and gas was only ninety five cents a gallon." I'm like, you know. Take me back. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Oh, that's ridiculous. Like I'd kill for it to be like one something here. Just ah. I see I drive a GMC terrain and I filled my gas tank up the other day for eighteen fifty. Ah, I'm I'm jealous. (laughs) I mean, I it was less than a quarter of the tank quarter of the tank. Like that's how much I had in it. It wasn't fully like empty. But the fact of the matter is is eighteen fifty is eighteen fifty and normally it's like forty bucks to fill my tank. So well, as the kids say, hot diggity dog. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't complaining. So what else is new with you other than Hannaford? I know we were talking about that. Yeah. So, um, uh, like I was telling you before, like I'm still at Hannaford cause you know, I'm considered essential too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just some of the people there have just been super rude, but I'll, I'll get into that later. Um, besides that, you know, not a whole lot, you know, I started doing this again. Uh, I really miss doing a lot of like the radio stuff that we used to do back in school. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of dusted off the old microphone and started the podcast again. And I've been kind of dipping my toes into YouTube as well. Not as much as this right here, but besides that, you know, kind of the same shit, different day. I love it. So did you have to get like a professional just, just cause I'm curious, cause this is, this is my first podcast experience. Did you have to get a, <laughs> a professional microphone on your end to be able to do this or? Uh, when I started this, I want to say, Back when I was still in school, um, we would use the WHSN station. Um, mm-hmm. But when I went home for the summer, I didn't have equipment. Uh, so I used like an old, you remember the rock band game for like PlayStation and Xbox? Yeah. Like Guitar Hero, stuff like that. Well, they had like okay. a USB mic. Uh, so I used that for the longest time. Uh, but that only gets you so far. Then I bought like a, a snowball microphone i don't know if you're familiar with that yeah david Furtado had one and i don't know if you've ever plugged him in here or not but david david's another one of our our radio people that we that i don't know did you ever work with him we did some projects together yeah because we did the remotes we did the i think uh yeah was he with all fest or was that zach um i don't know i think he that's the one in uh what's belfast right yeah yeah i think he might have done that once with us I know David and I did something. I think it might've been the walk MS cause I have photos of us. Like he made okay. a little collage. It was, I think him, him back at the station. And I think Christy and I at the actual event broadcasting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. I'm familiar with the snowball. Sorry. We totally derailed. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> so I had that for a little bit and I just upgraded, I think a couple months ago, it's called a hyper X Mike. I love it. This thing is like so cool. I think it's like, uh, not the like flex or anything. It was like a hundred and something dollars. And it's like the best mic I've ever used. I'm really impressed oh, wow. with it. Uh, awesome. So yeah. And I even got like a little mic stand for my, my desk. So it looks like, you know how we had him like in the studio. Oh, so you're super official. Yeah. You're essential and official. You need that <laughs> on like a bumper sticker. We'll get that printed up right with the t-shirts. 
I like that. Ooh, I, I am. A, I'm hashtag official and essential. Well, there you I, go. I would feel very. I would feel very special. I really would, AJ. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I, that's awesome. I'm really. I'm excited. I was excited to learn more about this. Like you know, doing it with you because I've never, like I said earlier, I've never done anything like that before. So I've always considered um, dabbling in it myself, whether it be with you or someone else that I'm familiar with that I've worked with previously. Cause you know, once a radio head, always a radio head. So no, anytime you want to come on, you want to do a show, let me know. I'd love to have you. Um, I want to hear, I want to hear about some of your funny stories for, I'm sure you've got a, <laughs> yeah. a ton of them for being at the, uh, the grocery store. Oh man. Uh, well I got one today. So the big thing right now, um, is like, you know how we're like some people are mandatory to wear like masks and gloves. I'm not going to go in the whole politics about it. Like I, you don't really, I think a lot of the, the stuff like that, mm-hmm. you can take it or leave it, especially yeah. the gloves. Cause you're like contaminating stuff while you're wearing the gloves. Mm-hmm. But at our work, it's not mandatory for us to wear them. Uh, certain employees have chose to wear them. Uh, myself, however, I don't want to wear the gloves. I don't want to wear the mask. But you've got this cool little face shield, though. It makes me feel like I'm in Star Wars, but that's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this lady calls one of our new associates. And this this girl's an older girl, but she's new at this, uh, what we call the service leader position, which is like kind of running the breaks, making sure uh, associates are going where they need to go. Kind of like a step below um, an assistant manager, pretty much. Mm -hmm. But uh, she got a call from this poor lady. And she was chewing her out. Well, how come your employees aren't wearing masks? I feel so unsafe here. You know what? Uh, our competitor that they're uh, wearing stuff like that. And I just see her face and I'm like, Oh honey, give me the phone. Give me the phone. But she's like, no, I got this. I'm going to do a good job. AJ. I'm like, no, no, you're, you're getting yelled at. I can see the, your soul draining through your eyes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's rough. No, but you get a lot of, I call them Karen's. You get a lot of Karen's that are like, Oh Yeah just pissed off at this whole thing. It's like, what do you want me to do? Like I, we're doing the best we can with what we got right now. And then see, that's like all that people can do right now is try and, you know, a for effort for people who make an effort and they try and they, you know, they're being cognizant of everything going on right now, but for every Karen or for every, let's, let's, <laughs> let's call them Ashley's. So we'll call the happy, positive, go lucky people, Ashley's. And then every negative Nancy for no pun intended, we'll call them Karen. <laughs> so for every Ashley, there's like 50,000 Karens. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I, um, I went to Walmart yesterday for the first time in two weeks. It was the first time I've been out of the house. I actually, a week ago was diagnosed with strep and tonsillitis, double whammy. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, it was rough. Um, <laughs> and went to Walmart and I felt like I was in monsters inc um like everyone is in a mask and i felt that way when i went when i was at the hospital too like everyone's in the hazmat suits like if i was gonna throw a sock on them they would have been like 2319 (laughs) so it was just really like the whole thing is really surreal i never thought in my in my life that i'd experience some something like this but you know i it's just it's crazy it's and they've got everything taped off in walmart like stay six feet apart and they've got like these announcements over the loudspeakers and arrows pointing in different directions that you can walk without running into people or being you know less than six feet apart from each other and they have things monitored at the self-checkout which i think is it's nice because then you don't feel like you're being watched by nazis while you're trying to process your groceries (laughs) but it's just it's 
the whole thing is just crazy. It's, it's crazy and it's scary and it's insane. And I'm ready for it to be over. Cause if it's not over soon, it's going to put a damper on everyone's summer. And there's things that, like, you know, I want to do that make me feel normal. Like I'm not in yeah under lockdown permanently for the rest of my life. Like I want to go to the zoo. I love the zoo. Um, but you know, you can't do that if we're having to practice social distancing. So, so I'm going to kind of piggyback off uh, your Walmart story. Um, so we have installed these plexiglass things on yes. all our registers. Yes. Okay. And it is, it's weird. Like I kind of feel like a bank teller. Um, <laughs> one of the things that we're doing now too is like, like you said, they're limiting stuff that people get through check self checkouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing that in our store. And the newest thing is uh, we're banning reusable bags and, Boy, does that piss everyone off. Oh, I bet. <laughs> you oh, know how like all the states are like now, like, okay, we're banning plastic. It's mm-hmm. going to be reusable only. Well, now we're banning the reusable bags and everyone's throwing a hissy fit because of it. And it's like, you realize you're harboring bacteria in your bags because you don't wash them. Yep. Yep. No, Maine. <sighs> so the tiny little podunk town that I'm from is blue hill and Represent. i everyone, yeah my nice soul plug there everyone in maine was they were just rolling over they were so irritated about the whole getting rid of plastic and having to use paper or you know biodegradable recyclable you could plant it in the ground and grow a tree type bags they were so irritated they couldn't use plastic and it was like the talk of the town and i'm hearing about it all the way here in indiana my facebook was blowing up about it that's how irritated people were and it's insane to me how something it seems so minute can irritate <laughs> so many people. But no, you mentioned the non-essential items. So we redid some stuff in our house last summer, um, not by choice, but we had some pipes burst and a bunch of water damage. And then my parents, they got the house repainted and all that stuff. So um, we have our house back together, but my parents um, were still trying to like put piece together some organizational things. And my mom needed a bookcase. So about a week ago, my mom sent my dad to the Walmart to go and buy a bookcase. And this is when they really started talking about like buying only essential things that you couldn't live yeah. without. And so my dad's walking around Walmart and he's got this box for with this bookcase in it from Better Homes and Gardens. Someone stops him and is like, that's not considered essential. What do you think you're doing? We'll call him a Dave. He's a Dave. <laughs> and, um, my dad was like, you don't think it's essential? Well, it's essential to make my wife happy. So I'm buying it. I have to live with her and you don't. Um, and my wife wants a bookcase. And so that was the end of that story. But she came, he came home with it and told us the story. And my mom's like, you should have just told him I'm working from home and I need a home office. And my dad was like, no, I told him the truth. It's essential for me to make you happy. I have to sleep with you. I have to live with you. You cook for me. This is where we're at. These are the happy wife, happy living. life. Exactly. See, my dad has learned over the 20, almost eight years of marriage. He has learned slowly, but surely he's figured it out. It just, it, it's so funny to me. Like what, aside from the bookcase, but like what people think is essential. Like I see people t- buying TVs and I'm like, Oh, Okay. That's what you think's essential. That's fine. I've got my bottles of water and milk and eggs and diapers and wipes over here. But you take your TV, your 40 inch flat screen TV, and you just, or however big it is, and you just roll on out of here and enjoy yourself. Now, to play devil's advocate, Hannah, if you're trying to catch up with the news, you want to know what's happening in the world, you, you know, Uncle Donnie's going to be telling us what we have to do. You, you got to have a TV. I mean, yes, or you could have a cell phone. 
<laughs> I have a cell phone. You have a cell phone. And I know you can stream things on NBC, ABC, Fox. <laughs> WXYZ Facebook people do that IGTV like whatever acronym you want to use people can do it and WTF yeah exactly lol I felt very um I felt very adult like I was at work and I was streaming um the president talking on I, I think it was NBC one I don't know about um like the declaring state of emergency that we were in and everyone was huddled in my little cubicle <laughs> trying to listen to the news i'm like look at me being being essential and multitasking while i'm working with my headset on and typing on the computer and streaming the president live i gotta go today Perhaps it's funny like live. you know if you would ask yourself what i'd be doing that like even two years ago you'd probably nah i'd probably be yo probably out you know chilling i never whatever. i never would have thought two years ago that i'd be doing what i'm doing today um where was i two years ago were you still in Florida or were you? No, two years ago, um, I had met Elliot's dad. I was getting, yeah, I'd, I had met Elliot's dad and I started dating him two years ago. Um, three years ago, I had just moved back to Maine. No, I was still in Florida getting ready to move back to Maine before I came to Indiana. Um, four, four years ago, I was in. No, four years ago, I was still in college. I wasn't in Florida for very long. I do miss Florida though. I, I miss the weather. I don't miss, um, how expensive it is. Holy Moses. I just had a buddy move down there. A friend, Alan, a uh, friend of the podcast. Hi Alan. Uh, he moved down <laughs> there to West Palm and he's just sending us Snapchats every day. It's just like, God damn it, yeah. man. It looks so pretty. And my brother is talking about maybe moving down there at some point. Uh, because I guess it's like where he is, it's just very cheap. Mm-hmm. And yeah, looks like a lot of fun certain places of the state are horrible. Um, other places it's, so I lived in Orlando, which is, uh, <laughs> it's, lovely. <laughs> it's lovely. It's a giant tourist trap, but like there are certain secret treasures that like, if you're considered a local, which I wasn't, cause I lived there. I didn't live there very long, but like I figured out the different nooks and crannies that like not every Joe Schmo knew about. Um, and that aspect of it wasn't horrible, but like, you, I don't know. Like I was only an hour away from different beaches. I was two and a half hours away from Tampa. I was 45 minutes away from Disney. I lived on off of university Boulevard. So like that drag right there, um, there is full sail university. There's like Valencia college, there's UCF. Um, and then there's Rollins college. And I think one other one, um, but like two minutes from my apartment, there was a, uh, Winn-Dixie, which is a type of grocery store, super inexpensive. And it was awesome. Um, there was a Walmart, there was a target, there was a Publix, there was an Aldi's. And then there was like seven or eight different restaurants and gas stations. Everything was right around me. So it was super convenient. And then if I went the other direction, any other fast food restaurant that I could ever possibly imagine was right there. So, and I mean, it's beautiful. It's just, I lived in a two bedroom, two bathroom apartment and just rent itself was 1150 a month. That's not including utilities or, um, you having to pay extra for like your parking pass or for your gate or, you know, for trash removal or just any of those extra things. So I worked three part-time jobs, um, when I lived down there and that was not including what my ex at the time was working. And then our roommate just to survive. Um, I think I was listening to a radio station once when I was down there and the minimum that you have to make it one job minimum 
and that's for like a studio apartment is 1750. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure like I, and I've, you telling me that there's cheaper parts of the state that it's not the first time I've heard that. And if I could find something like that, you bet your bottom dollar in a heartbeat, I would move back to Florida just because the sunshine is, I mean, if you're the kind of person that likes heat and sunshine and little lizards and alligators and crank, uh, cranky old people, then it's the place to be. Have you yeah, been to we, Florida before? Yeah. Remember? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if you remember, but I went down, I think while you were still there, uh, with my mom, we stayed at our uh, our cousin's house, and I think we were supposed to meet up at some point, but it just never happened. Yeah, um, I do actually now remember that. I apologize, I've slept. It's all your fault. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, I loved it down there. I've I've been a few times. The first time I went down, I believe I was either in sixth or seventh grade, and it sucked. Um, mm-hmm. and it sucked because I had a couple months before that broken my arm. Oh, and. Doctors, oh no, I was. Oh. Doctor, when they first talked to me and, and uh, had me come in, like, oh no, you're not, you're, you don't have a broken arm. But my arm kept hurting and hurting. And finally, went to a second doctor. He's like, yeah, you have a broken arm. So, like, a week before I went to Florida, I had to get a cast on. Oh. And then the people we stayed with uh, were friends of my mom, and I just hated them. Like, <laughs> the whole trip was just miserable. I swore off Florida. And then a couple, I think it was maybe two or three years ago, we went again. And I was like, okay, this is nice now. Like I had a, a goat, I was petting a goat. <laughs> it was just, I had a better time. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, as an adult, yeah. it's, it's a place, it's a fun place to be. And like I said, I, I hung out most dog park when I was there, when I wasn't working. Not going to lie to you. Because um, I had three dogs at the time. Now I have five. I'm crazy. It's okay. Um, and I think Ellie's the one I remember. That, that's one of your dogs, right, Ellie? Yeah, Eleanor. Um, Lucy is probably the one that you. Lucy, remember. that's the one. Lucy. Yes, I'm I sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> Eleanor, I actually got in Florida. I picked her up at that dog park I was talking about. So she's originally from El Paso, Texas. Um, she was dumped at that dog park first thing in the morning before I'd gotten there. Um, and she was actually used as a bait dog in Texas uh, for pit bull fighting. Um, and it's funny because Lucy is a pit bull. And so they're like, they're the best of friends. Like if you ask Ellie, where's your sister? And she'll go find Lucy and vice versa. (laughs) Um, And then I have a Husky and his name is Wrigley after Wrigley field we're in Chicago. Um, And the dynamic is very interesting. The combination (laughs) of breeds of dogs we have at the house is very interesting. Cause I have, so we have a golden retriever who's purebred. Wrigley is a purebred Husky. Um, Lucy is a pit bull. Eleanor or Ellie, she is a wire hair Jack Russell mixed with a whippet, which for people who don't know, a whippet is like a step down from a greyhound. And she looks like Dobby from Harry Potter. And my mom calls her the bearded lady because she had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, she's a very handsome woman is what we t- will. <laughs> and then um, my mom calls her a senorita because she's from El Paso, Texas. So she's close to the border and she like gives her a hard time about that. And my dad will speak in little Spanish tongues to her. And she like, like <laughs> she looks at him like she knows what he's saying. Um, and then we have, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting dynamic. And then last but not least, we have, um, his name is Milo and he is a half black lab, half miniature Australian shepherd mix. And tonight we actually were discussing this. He, if he could be a person, he would be the chubby kid from the Goonies that does the truffle shuffle. Yeah. He's I huge. love that. Like, and when he walks, he does his own 
truffle shuffle. And it's funny. So Australian shepherds are supposed to have nubs for tails. Like they're docked when they're super young. And Milo's for some reason is like an elong- elongated nub. It's not like a short nub. It's not a tail. It's like it's it's weird it kind of looks like a, a fat chicken tender like just <laughs> wiggles when he gets excited so he's just he's kind of odd i love him he um i he was picked up on um the in a ditch off of our major interstate here in indiana at 69 um and he was just kind of waddling about and we picked him up and brought him home and the rest was history that's awesome like i love how like most of your dogs are i think uh, Maybe besides all the little in, puppy, all of them are rescue dogs. Yeah, all of them except for the golden. His name is uh, Henry, <clears throat> and then Wrigley. All of them are rescues. And um, I actually want to my goal, my dream, my hope. Which this makes me sound even crazier than I already am. Um, would be to have my own rescue and kind of couple it with like a an animal sanctuary and a doggy daycare. Um, and I, I've thought about it. Like in being out here in Indiana, there's plenty of land to like do stuff like that. Um, but there's such a need for it for animals and just whether it be farm animals, um, you know, house pets or what have you, I wouldn't dabble into the reptile department of that because I'm not one for like iguanas or snakes or anything yeah. like that. But I love me some dogs and cats and goats and, oh, I love goats. Oh my God. Do I love goats? I think they're, so frig- <laughs> they're so frigging cute. And, um, they make really good pets too, but you have to get them in pairs. You can't just have one goat because then they get lonely. So I'd have to get two. You've been talking about this. I think since I've known you, like, I remember we were just shooting the shit one day and you mentioned like you wanted to like have like a big animal farm and rescue and like, go for it, girl, go for it. I mean, I may or may not have already kind of come up with a business model and like a slogan (laughs) and a a logo for like t-shirts and business cards and stuff. So I mean, it could potentially be in the works. I just would have to have the money to back me up, but there's definitely a need for it. And there's definitely space for it out here, which is a beautiful, wonderful thing. So correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you go back to school for a little bit for animals? Yeah. So before I got pregnant with Elliot, um, before I met his dad, I actually was going to the university of Purdue and doing their online uh, classes for veterinary medicine. Um, and then I, like I said, I got pregnant. So, um, my priorities lied elsewhere. Um, but I was really, I was doing it just to have, cause it was an associate's degree in veterinary medicine. I already had my bachelor's. Um, so I was going to just couple that my, the associates with my bachelor's and then take some classes to get like a business certificate. Um, cause I thought about, I was like, well, I could just have, you know, a grand slam and get my master's in business admin, but I'm like, that's aggressive and I'll be a perpetual student for the rest of my life. So, um, <laughs> I decided <laughs> that if I was going to go that route, then I would just take classes and read how to own a business for dummies and call it a day. There you go. That's um, all you need. Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> the essential. Um, <laughs> but that has kind of taken a backseat for the moment. I'm rocking the mom life, which is definitely. Not all glamour shots and fun Instagram posts like some people make it out to be, but it's it's hands down the most rewarding job I've ever had in my life. Um, he, uh, I told you earlier before we got on air, he has mastered the stairs. <laughs> took him like three days to do it, which originally was my mom's idea. She's like, yeah, let's teach him the stairs. I'm like, you're psycho. Okay. So um, he, he he's figured out the stairs and he gets so proud of him he gets on them and he goes ha like ha ha look what i'm doing (laughs) and um 
he, so his full name is Elliot Michael. And, uh, I, I, I'll get after him. Elliot Michael, what are you doing? And ha, that's what he does. (laughs) (laughs) But he's, um, he too likes animals. He loves the dogs and they're so patient with him. Fortunate for that. But, uh, he likes to read a lot. This kid, I don't know. I I've never met a child age that likes to read. He will sit down in my lap for 20, 30 minutes and let me just read books to him. Um, and we are learning animal noises right now and everything he meows at, but his version of a meow, he goes, ha, ha, is what he does. <laughs> and so like, he'll do that to the dogs. And then if we, I call them meow kitties is what I say. Like, we've got cats in here in the house when he sees them. Ah, ah, I'm like, no, they, they probably don't want to come to you when you do that, but that's okay. <laughs> and, um, he likes to bird watch out our, our windows in the kitchen and, it's just, he's a hoot and a half. He's definitely a character. And I hope one day you get to meet him so you can sit and giggle at how absolutely ridiculous he is. Cause he is a lot me. He's a lot, his dad too, with certain things. He's got his dad's hairline, which is absolutely hilarious, but he is a lot me. And it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I know that's kind of scary. Another you in the world. <laughs> yeah. I always wanted a sister and I always asked my mom if she'd be able to handle me and had it. I had Elliot. I say we. I had Elliot. And it's, <laughs> she laughed. She's like, "Oh, I remember that age, and you did the same thing." Anything he does, she says that, and it's 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 getting old, but it's it's cute to watch them. And like I said earlier, him with my brothers, because I God, they're gonna get into so much shit when he gets older. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna want to watch out for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, between between them, and then like I'm. Sure one day, you know, you'll meet him. David will meet him. And I just, Oh Lord, help me. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, I got a funny, a funny story that actually happened last night um, mm-hmm. involving a kid. I, I probably should put a disclaimer there. The parents were involved, so we're good. We're good. Uh, so we were playing, um, what is it? It's this is this computer game, but it's like a board game. But because you know we're all quarantined and stuff, you can't mm-hmm. go out and hang with with your friends. So we've yeah. been hanging out on Zoom, playing these board games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm assuming you haven't listened to our podcast before, Hannah. Uh, but one of our favorite words in the podcast is "cuck." Okay. I don't know if you know what that means. If not, Google it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you keep talking. I'll I'll use the Google. All right. So uh that's an insult we throw around is we'll call each other cucks. And um our friend Tony and Amanda, they were on and their little girl overheard us say it, so she started saying it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh um, they weren't too happy, but you know what? It was a funny moment. <laughs> such as life. I, so kids, you should do a segment like with kids say the darndest things. And I'm pretty sure that's probably already been trademarked something else somewhere else, but yeah, but I, Cosby's rotten in jail. So I think it's up for grabs. Okay. Well then there we go. So I'm, there we go. Kids say the darndest things starring AJ and Hannah. You um, see? <laughs> um, we need like a little jingle. Ding, 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 ding. So I'll do it all in post. I'd like a little sound effect or something. Oh yes. Winning. Thank you. So uh, one of the women I work with has a two-year-old whose name is Franklin, but he goes by Frankie, which I love. And he's named after the turtle Franklin. I was going to ask that. Yeah. <laughs> No. So full disclaimer, I apologize. I'm going to whip out my potty mouth here, but, um, and nothing abnormal, but anyway, he, uh, 
she's been working from home. Thankfully she can, we can do that with our job. Um, and she was on the phone the other day with an insurance company and he has a cow that has, it's like in a truck or whatever. And he can like roll the truck around and she recorded him in the background because he doesn't pronounce everything correctly. He's in the background going, cow fuck, cow fuck, cow fuck. <laughs> and while she's on the phone, he's like saying it at the top of his lungs. And she sent me a Snapchat video. She goes, I need wine. It's nine o'clock. It's unacceptable. I felt so bad that I almost peed my pants laughing. I was. Oh um, God. Yeah, no, it's. And that's, that's our segment for today with kids say the darndest things. I am Hannah. That is I'm AJ. <laughs> yes. No, I laughed so hard. I needed it. It was a great pick me up, but I, I would have been so embarrassed if that had been my kid. Oh so man. <laughs> I'm glad I, I'm glad I got you to chuckle because yeah, it was a good one. It was definitely a good one. I'm excited to hear, hear the final the final piece of this and i appreciate you inviting me on today this oh, has been oh. i've i've missed you dearly i missed you too like i feel really bad like we used to talk like almost like every day and then i think once you moved to florida we kind of just just stopped talking a little bit like we text mm-hmm. here and there and then like i think i sent you guys a christmas card you sent me one and mm-hmm. just then nothing like i'm so bad at keeping in contact with people it like so i do apologize no don't apologize life happens and being an adult is crazy and it's you know the fact that we we are fortunate to have social media and electronics um and things have evolved so much like since our parents were younger um you know we're lucky like we don't have to write snail mail and send it by (laughs) carriage to reach one another because if we did i'd be screwed yeah Uh, so no, but it's, it's been definitely, it's been nice catching up with you and having sharing laughs. Cause it's like, nothing's changed. I mean, obviously you're still the same person and I'm, I'm still me. I just had yeah. a kid. So. <laughs> and Oh, I drink coffee now, by the way. Oh, do you? Congratulations. I actually stopped drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no. So funny, funny little uh, funny about that. I don't know if you, you probably do remember this. Our first interaction we had oh done boy. stuff, I, I think, with Ethan for your guys' show that you used to do at NESCOM, yeah. WHSN. And you had asked me one day, um, like I was leaving the radio station, and you asked me, you, just, you were like, hey, would you ever want to grab a coffee sometime? And I like in my head, and this was horrible of me, and I didn't realize it at the time. I'm like, I don't drink coffee, thanks, but I'll take a cocoa. And I like walked away. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm so horrible. Like, wow. But we've been friends ever since. And like I afterwards, and I remember telling my mom that story. She's like, Hannah, that was really a bitchy thing to say. She was like, he was trying to ask you out. And I'm like, oh, I was just telling him I don't like coffee, but thanks. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've blocked that from my, my memory. Well, I mean, we were really good friends and we have been since. So at least there's that. Oh boy, that's funny. But no, I now run on heavily caffeinated frappuccinos and, um, yeah, lots of dry shampoo, but no, I, I didn't really start drinking coffee until I started my new job. And, um, I don't like hot coffee, but I will drink iced coffee or frappuccinos. Frappuccinos from Starbucks are where it's at. I'm not going to lie to you. So the basic white girl stuff. All right. Yes. Except I'm not, I'm not wearing my Uggs. I am wearing Crocs. So I don't know if that still makes me the basic white girl, but I love it. (laughs) 
I love myself some Crocs and I know they're considered ugly, but I just, they're so comfy. I think I died a little the day that our store was like, Oh yeah, you guys can wear Crocs. That's an acceptable thing you can wear. I'm like, really? And like, I thought of you, I was like, oh, man, fucking Hannah would just love working here wearing her Crocs. I, yeah, I know. I love them. I wear them to work all the time. And I, so that friend I was talking about earlier with her son, Frankie, um, she, her and her husband actually put in their vows that they vowed to not let one another wear Crocs ever. <laughs> <laughs> so when she Hashtag saw me at work one day, <laughs> yeah, when she saw me at work wearing them, she's like, I just want to tell you that I admire you for having the balls to wear those in public because my husband and I, and I'm like, Oh no, these are great. Like <laughs> if I, if I'm real serious, I'll put the strap back behind my heel. But if I'm just, oh, like, God I'm just lounging, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, Elliot has a pair of Crocs. And when we go home to Maine this summer for vacation, I'm getting him a little pair that have lobsters on them. Oh, <laughs> so he can complete the whole aesthetic, but no, I love them. I think they're fantastic. And I think everyone should own a pair of Crocs in their life. Even the fuzzy ones. Those are good too. Wait, wait, hold up. They have fuzzy Crocs. Yeah. So you can wear them during the winter. Like you can wear them as house slippers inside, or you can actually like wear them outside if you wanted to, but no, All right, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it's You're so welcome. <laughs> well, so now fun. I know what I can get my dad. Cause he loved, he like, he'd steal my mom's Crocs and wear them. They make camo ones too. So I don't know if he's into that, but um, camo fuzzy Crocs are a real look, by the way. <laughs> so before we wrap things up, I, I, I know you probably want to get back to your, your kiddo and probably getting tired too. I know I'm getting a little tired, no, you're um, but I want to kind of talk about our time at WHSN and like um, the unbalanced breakfast club, because we had a lot of laughs during, mm -hmm. during that time. Um, what's your, your, your uh, fondest memory of the unbalanced breakfast club? Oh Lord. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, sorry, that was an evil laugh. I am trying to remember if it was you or David, um, but for one story, but my one in particular, my fond, one of my fondest memories definitely involved good old Mark Nason. Love him dearly. Um, and for, in case you haven't ever mentioned him, Mark Mason is the head of the radio department at WHSN, um, and he has been in at Nescom for ever in a decade, and he is, he's just a marvelous man. I love him dearly. Um, one of my favorite memories of the Unbalanced Breakfast Club, um, I was on air, and we actually have a rule always um that the mics are hot and everything like that and usually we're supposed to proofread all of our newscasts um and not necessarily do rip and read and um i don't know i don't know if you were there that day or if i just did it by myself but i was reading a newscast and it had something in it about yosemite national park and i read it as yosemite <laughs> instead of yosemite <laughs> I think that would have been day I wasn't there because I would yeah. have made fun of you endlessly if I was well, there. Mark came in and he opened the door and I turned around. And he goes, I'm not going to say a word. I'll see you later. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. And I had a caller call in. He's like, where are you from? You pronounce things really wrong. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Um, I apologize, but no, it's little, little things like that. Like little moments, like celebrating my birthday on air and doing nineties throwbacks and listening to you complain about Creed. Um, 
<laughs> dancing to Budapest um, and doing like little sing-alongs to that on Snapchat were grand. I still have those somewhere. Um, or having my dad constantly call in and always ask to play Alice in Chains. And I'm like, no, you uncultured swine. We're not listen to that it's disgusting that's how, how your dad and i bonded like he'd just call in or text you and be like hey ask uh, aj to play uh allison chains for me <laughs> mm, yeah no we you and i had some grand old times and i oh my lanta you mentioned that earlier that was my go-to line and i hated early mornings good god and i still oh, do you and me both mornings. you and me both we had such a struggle making sure that we were out of bed in time to do our newscasts and get in there. And, but it was definitely, I, do you remember the time I fell asleep on the floor? In yep. the, <laughs> yep. I think I, I might've been under the influence of the ganja. Um, but I fell asleep <laughs> on the floor and I remember you like poking me with your foot, Hannah, Hannah, we're on in five. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm here. And I like had my face. You look for me. Um, but no, I do. You, do you miss the radio station? Yes, I, I miss like the kind of like the behind the scenes stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, don't get me wrong, I like doing like this. What we're doing like now, like broadcasting and stuff. But a lot of the fun stuff was just us goofing off in our like during breaks and stuff. Uh-huh. Like I really I miss that part, and I like I like the production part. Back then I didn't, but doing it now, like I always have. I feel like I have a lot more fun editing the shows. If that makes sense. Well, I was always really fortunate that you enjoyed that because I hate. So really, we were a great team in that aspect. <laughs> like I, I hated the editing and the behind the stuff. I, um, I was fortunate that you were good with it, and I think that was one of the things that made us such a good duo. Is that you know, for my my lack of patience with it, you had patience and time, and you were good at it. So it made it made all the difference. But do you have a favorite memory? I think you already mentioned it, but my favorite or one of my favorites uh, that day, we were just chilling in uh, the studio and Budapest would come on. I, I think you're right. It's on Snapchat or not Snapchat, Instagram. Yes. Uh, we were just saying, and you, you, I leave it all. <laughs> yes. Oh, and we went and got breakfast. Too, I think, didn't we? Yeah. We went to Denny's and I think at your time, your new whip. Thank you. It wasn't, it was, it was Dice Hearts. And yeah. Oh, was, Dice Hearts. That's but, right. Cause it was right before graduation. And I was like, sad i'd just gotten my hair all chopped off and we were getting ready to graduate and it was sunny and i was sad you were gonna leave me and i'm like what am i gonna do and i had to pick a new co-host and uh, i got stuck with david which totally horrible it could have been worse i mean if you look back on things like for people that don't know the way the unbalanced breakfast club work is like like almost every year you get a new host or something uh when we did it our my senior year and your junior year or Uh no so yeah um hannah and i we did mondays wednesdays Wednesdays. fridays and we had another kid who never showed up to do his shifts do the uh tuesdays and thursdays uh so i think eventually we just picked up the slack and did every day or at least one of us did at least the other two yeah no i think we we like remoted everything or not remote we like pre-recorded everything for tuesdays um but yeah no i and then when I did it with David, we mixed things up a little bit and we did like the last hour on Fridays was 90s throwback hour. So I had an excuse to play the cranberries <laughs> because Mark hated them. And then Creed, cause you hated them and Nirvana because I'm obsessed. 
Um, oh, I remember my my second favorite moment because it involves me not showing up. That's when you and David um, were doing it together, and I I promised you I was like, hey, I'm gonna call in tomorrow. We're gonna chat. We're gonna have a good old time. It'd be like the old days. And I had just got done working at the hotel. Um, I don't know if I told you, I used to work at a hotel during that time. And yeah, I yeah. did the overnights. And I just, I went home and I set an alarm. I was going to call in and I just slept through it. And like, I woke up and you had left me like 20 different text messages. I had like three different voicemails. I think David messaged me. It's like, I'm so sorry, guys. I could have killed you that day. <laughs> you want-, you want to die a long and slow, painful death, but no, I I remember that. I I remember that. So, well, hey, I um I'm gonna hop off here if that's okay, as I got someone ready to ready to see me. But I appreciate you doing this, and I I hope I hope you had as much fun as I do because this was definitely this was definitely I, yeah I needed this. It's so great to hear from you again, Hannah. Uh, but again, anytime you want to come on one of these, just let me know and we'll make it happen. All right. I appreciate you, David. We'll talk soon. Okay. Or not David. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I see how it is. Let's rewind. (laughs) It was good to hear from you, AJ. And I appreciate you having me on here. Really. I do. And, um, I'll, I'll bug you again soon. Maybe we can do this in a couple of months when this plague Ebola COVID 19, 18, 2020 is (laughs) done with. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Take care, Hannah. Yep. You too. Bye. And that's it. Thanks for listening to the Island Fish podcast. Um, great to hear from Hannah. Again, I haven't talked to her in so, so long. So it was really good uh, to have her on this episode. Um, haven't heard. I'm on Patreon. Yeah, I'm still shilling that. Patreon.com slash Island Fish podcast. We got a whole bunch of cool tiers. Um, you can also catch me streaming on YouTube now. Um, those are kind of whenever I feel like streaming, uh, but I'm doing some exclusive stuff for the Patreon on YouTube for them. Uh, live streaming. Also, again, if you want to show some love you can make a one-time donation on our Podomatic account, uh, there's a link to my PayPal there, but for everyone here at the Island Fish podcast, we will see you on the next one. FM, WHSN, it is Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Can I stop? Yep. (laughs) I'm Major Grimaldo. I'm Hannah Billings, and And you're listening to Bangor's Alternative 89.3 FM. WHSN. Sorry, I was on a Duncan run. Did you take a break after the song the first time around? I did. Oh, well, I'm back, so how was your Duncan? It was delicious. It's everything I wanted and needed in life. How, there's a song that has that line in it. How does it go? I'll think of it once we get on air, and the next time we're on, I'll talk about it. So, do you have any exciting plans for today, tomorrow? Um, I, actually, um, I'll talk about it a little later. But I was we're having a guest in a little later today to talk about <laughs> the somewhat true tale of Robin Hood, a, a production put on by Huston's uh, uni- uh, Theater Univ- Huston uni- University Theater, <laughs> um, which I'm in, which is a little Ooh. cool. So Ooh, we'll talk that. about that a little later. That's exciting. Uh, but I'm actually going to take time. I was going to talk about something beforehand, but it looks like we're getting close to the weather, so if you don't mind, I'm just going to... I don't mind. Oh.
It is 6.20. It's time for your WHSN weather. Wait, I can't even talk. Wait, uh, what? what okay. <laughs> wait, 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 that's all, folks. All right, it's time for the WHSN radar weather update. So today, looking partly sunny with highs in the upper 50s. Sun? Yeah, there's going to be a little bit of sun in there. Oh my god, I could cry. (laughs) Tonight, partly cloudy with lows in the upper 30s. And Saturday, partly sunny in the morning, then clearing with highs in the mid-60s. We're going to be in the 60s. Ah! All right, 38 degrees and cloudy here at the WHSN Studios. So you didn't ask me what I'm doing today. I know, because I had to jump into the weather. The weather? The weather. Weather. (laughs) All right, sorry. So what are you doing? I am going to Boston. Oh, yeah, what for? I'm going to Boston. Uh, I bought my dad Red Sox tickets um, for Father's Day. And so we're going to watch the first Fenway Park um, of the 2015. Okay, hang on. Let me restart that. First Boston versus Yankees game of the 2015 season at Fenway. Oh, nice. So it's a big deal. A, because I've never been to a Yankees-Red Sox game, B, because I haven't been to one ever with just my dad, and C, because we're like maybe 10 feet away from Pesky Pole, which you don't know anything about that, so I'm going to make you Google that, but for everybody who's a Red Sox fan that's listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and it's a big deal, so I'll make sure to take lots of snappy chats tonight for you. Snappy chats. Snappy chats. Awesome sauce. That's cool. Um, Boston's always fun. I feel like going down like with family or with friends. There's always a bunch of cool stuff down there to see. I love road trips, so I'm a excited just for that part. But I'm that part. But I'm also excited because it's Fenway. And have you ever been to Fenway Park before? I've been. I visited. Okay. But I haven't actually watched a game. Okay. If you ever get a chance to watch a game under the night lights at Fenway Park. It's like, it's magical. It's like something comes over you. It's some sort of like alternate being. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's it's majestical. See, my favorite part of the, because of, of, I've seen like maybe one or two baseball games like on TV. Mm. Uh, it's just not my thing. No offense to anyone who likes it. Um, but my favorite part about Boston games are the sweet Caroline. Bum, 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 bum. That's seven inning stretch, and I am yeah. so terribly excited for that as well. You know, there is no elaborate story to why they play that. Like, everyone thinks that there's some elaborate story, but the truth is, the old pro, uh, the music person that used to do things was just like, oh, I like this song. I'm going to play it. He always played it during the seven inning stretch. Yep, mm-hmm. yep my dad and I, um, I knew that, and we're also. I'm making signs tonight for my dad. I'm going to hold one that says, I paid for his ticket with an arrow pointing to him. And he's going to hold one that says, I paid for her college with an arrow pointing to me. <laughs> so. Hey, maybe you guys will become like internet memes. It would be great if we made it on TV. I would pro- and, Or like the big screen. I would probably cry, to be honest with you. We made it on, um, oh, what's the, the four-way screen at, at the Garden Center called? The... Jumbotron or something like that. Yeah. yeah, we made it on the Jumbotron during a Celtics game together last year. It was a military appreciation game. So, and they had like over, I think it was 1,300 people in the stands uh, that were of military personnel. And that was really, really cool. But my dad and I made it on. He was like trying to embarrass me, sticking his tongue out and making Philly. Sydney. I can't even talk. Silly faces. Um, but no, I'm excited for tonight. I'm excited for you to watch me do it <laughs> through Snapchat. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll actually get to experience a game, but you had a story to tell us. Um, yeah, like, I was talking a little earlier with you about, like, taking on characteristics of people that, like, are around you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've greatly noticed, and someone pointed out yesterday, that um, I'm picking up mannerisms of my girlfriend. Uh, she does this thing where she's like, listen, like, in a specific way, and I've been doing that when I'm, like, trying to make a point. I'm like, hey, listen. <laughs> 
Oh god, I sound like Navi from uh, Legend of Zelda. <laughs> um, and also, like, she does this thing where she's like, "We're fighting," and I like, I've been doing that. And then I have my roommate who does this thing where he's like, "Okay, real talk." <laughs> and I and I hashtag real talk. Yeah, hashtag That's real funny. talk. Like, I've been using that a lot. And I just thought, you know, it's funny that these people that we're around, we like take little bits of them. I think it's funny that you haven't. We we see each other three hours of the day, three days a week, and you haven't picked up anything from me yet. I. I was actually going to bring that up. I have picked up something from you. Oh. I believe I have picked up your sassiness. Uh, well, yeah, you know, that's a thing. That because is, that's before definitely... we started the show, I was not as sassy and salty as I was. Salty. That's funny. See, I pick up things from other people. No, no, that's that's a lie. I have picked up. I've been saying, oh, my Lanta. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's fantastic. Um, don't mind me. I'm just chewing over here. No, I pick up accents really well. Like other people's accents. Um, choo choo choo. I have a musical ear. And so when I'm around people who have accents, like I went to the ghetto in Florida. And I, when we left, was hanging out with my friends. And they're like, okay, Hannah, um, you, you, you can't talk like that. You're just going to get the crap beaten out of you. You can't get away with that. Um, when I go down south, I come home with a southern accent. Which I kind of have an accent anyway, being from the Midwest. Like, I pronounce things differently. Like, I say afternoon, and I say pink instead of pink. Pink. I, pink. 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 Um, like, I have to try to pronounce some words the way they normally sound. But I have see right there. You, do you hear it? Yeah. No? yeah. My dad says it's Minnesota, but it's not. I'm not from Minnesota. I'm from Indiana, so I don't really know how that works. But anyway, um, I came home with a New Zealand accent, too, from basketball camp one year. Because we had, oh, listen to this story. We had a group of like 75 girls from New Zealand come to our basketball camp at Colby. And they came as one giant team and they partook in the basketball camp for like a week. And I made friends with like five or six of them. And I hung out with them all the time. And I came home with an accent. So instead of saying water, I said water. 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 That was really funny. My mom looked at me. She's like, I don't even know you. Well, we got some more music coming up with life-size maps. Also have Catfish and the Bottleman on the Ooh. way as well. Tell the people what they're listening to. You're listening to Bangor's Alternative 89.3 FM, WHSN.